This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by the Sidell Studios. The Sidell Studios, where we're recording right now. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get. From north to south, east to west, the only formerly international podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tab Burt. With me today, Tim, the handlebreaker, Bancott Palace, like an Indiana Jones. Yep. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody. Episode 89. Yep. We, we, we jumped into the future. Yep. Last week, we were in the past. Yep. Now we're in the future. I don't know if you if you knew this, but they goofed in that movie, the first Back to the Future movie. Yeah, um, he drives a DeLorean. Yeah, but the movie takes place in the fifties, and, and the DeLorean, DeLorean wasn't, wasn't invented until nineteen eighty one. Yeah, right. so doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, Tim introduced me to a Twitter account that does movie goofs, and they're all fantastic. Yep. Uh, like there, that. there was one today. It was about. Casablanca, and it says, you know, or there was one today. It was about uh, Planet of the Apes, and they never explained how the the Statue of Liberty got transported from Earth to the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. So you know, that's really, really that's been bothering that. me for seven <laughs> for, since the seventies. So we're recording. We're recording in a real studio today. An actual studio. An actual studio, and uh, so for those of you who, who may not know, the show started out as a Skype podcast. Mm-hmm. When Chaco and Buck did the show, it was all via Skype. And then I took over, and after a few episodes, went out to North Carolina, and we recorded in my in the, what I called the Dungeon Studios, yeah. uh, where we were in a basement, and we just had some packing blankets kind of tacked up around us to to isolate what, where we were. And then uh, when Buck left the show, it went back to being a... A di- well, then it went to be in a Discord podcast, yeah. recorded via Discord. And actually, even while Buck was still on the show, it was via Discord. And uh, I recorded from the Mad Cook Studios, which was my old one-room apartment. Yeah. And we recorded uh, the RoboCop commentary in the Mad Cook Studios. That's right. Then then we opened the grand opening about three months ago of what I called the Here's What I Go- Don't Get Studios, yep. which is my apartment. We'd sit and record. And now we've we've finally upgraded. We finally made it, Tim. We are <laughs> in the Seidel Studios. Yep. The one and only. The one and only. Um, it's it's not clear whether or not we are in a dungeon to keep rapists out or in a dungeon <laughs> that's locking rapists in. We're getting a thumbs up from the control booth. <laughs> uh, so we came over after the episode last week yeah. and we hung out with Todd and checked out the place. And Todd Seidel, he's, he's recording the show for us right now. Um, we checked out the place and he said when he moved in, every room in the house had deadbolts and latches, yep. including one closet that he wasn't sure if that was like where you got locked in for punishment or if that was like your Alamo final stand. <laughs> uh, and there were, he showed us the deadbolt that was on that closet had like all kinds of scratch marks on it, like someone accidentally locked themselves yep. in. Accidentally. Accidentally. That's uh, what they tell the police. So, <laughs> I don't know. We may, I, we did not inspect the shower. Oh, we need to. But we should probably check the shower yeah. for handles and and maybe some whiskey bottles and see uh, yeah. see what's going on with that. Yeah. Um, we just uh, we're gonna go ahead and tease this right now. But when we were we're getting all set up, we're we're checking sound, check the soundboard, check the voice microphones, log into the Google Voice, check the voicemail, and what may be the greatest voicemail we've ever gotten. Probably we listened to it in its entirety, which we usually never do. But it was just there was no way to stop. So that's coming at the end of the episode. 
We really hope you guys enjoyed as much as we did. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I guess. I mean, any, anything else you wanna you wanna talk about while we're over here at the top of the show? I think we'll get into it in the issues. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been a crazy crazy week. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that to to move the show, but we're doing two episodes today, and then we'll see we'll see how it works out. I, yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm Pretty yep. confident. We got all these cool musical instruments. We got like you've got this great stand-up bass behind yep. you. I'm sitting back to a big drum set. We've got trumpets. Trumpets. We may try and figure out a way to one man band just play the intro and outro yep. ourselves at each week. Well, like we move a kick bass around, right? And a hi hat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Double feet that. Mm-hmm. One hand on the stand-up bass. And then another hand on like on the guitar, but like tuned to a chord with a capo on it. Yeah, and then and then the trumpet on like a stand, so you can just lean into it. And yep. Be like, yeah. Yeah. So, well, why don't we get to it? I believe it's your turn to go first this week. So, what is your first issue? Well, here's what I don't get: uh, crowd screamers. Yeah, like at a concert. Yeah, but that's a little. I don't know, man. I'm okay with that at a concert. Yeah. Because, like... Are you talking about people that are just, like, in the crowd and they're just like, Woo! Yeah! Exactly. For no reason? For no reason. Or even for a reason. It's like you're at a... You're at, like, a company dinner and they're like, All right, we're gonna bring up Doug Phillipson, salesman of the year, and everyone's like, Woo! Woo! Yeah! I wanna have your baby baby. still! (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought of. Yeah. Um... Because I've heard like live concert recordings with that line in there. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's always great. It's hilarious. No, but I was um, I was at a fight. You know, so I work. I work these like fights. in the street. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I worked. I worked these uh, MMA and kickboxing fights mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the video crew, and um, they always do pre-fights, amateur fights. Usually, it's yeah. Um, they gotta warm up the crowd for the big. Yeah, the right. Big you event. gotta warm the crowd because otherwise you're paying like eighty bucks to see three minutes of gay porn. Yeah, just just dudes, sweaty dudes rubbing all over each other, just grabbing each other and whatnot. Yeah, well, especially like uh, when when during boxing, when you get to like the fifth round, those dudes are super tired. Yeah, and they're just like leaning onto each other, kind yeah. of hugging you. You know. Anyways, so amateur fights, first fight, one round, five minutes, Brazilian jiu-jitsu exhibition. Pretty cool. Brazilian jiu-jitsu is a lot of grapples. Yep. Grapple and tackle. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's, I mean, it's a lot of, like, it's, it's way different. So the crowd is really not into it. They've had it before, and the crowd has not been into oh, it. Oh, they don't like it? Not really. Because uh, it's not like people, like, you know, dancing around the ring and throwing punches. It's, it's you know, two people, like. Get into know. a hug and then just try and kind of roll around in a hug for a while. Basically, and try to choke each other, and then they slip, and then, you know, other one tries. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the family of one of the fighters was in the crowd, and they were the closest you can be to the ring without being on the floor mm-hmm. level. So basically right behind me. Mm-hmm. And the whole time they're just like, Woo! I'm going to fuck you so good when you're done fighting this guy! Yeah! Basically, the yeah. whole time. Uh, the whole time. Yeah. And here, this is the worst part. One, I assume it was the uh, I assume it was the mother of one of the fighters. Mm-hmm. Was doing the, you know, the, that's my baby scream, right? <laughs> Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> Except she has, she doesn't have a good scream. Oh. 
Her, her, like, woo, yeah, scream is the same as her help, I'm getting stabbed scream. (laughs) (laughs) So she's yelling like a banshee, like, like she's getting stabbed. And you're like, someone call the cops. Right? We, I, I, I saw people other than me look over and like, are you all right, (laughs) ma'am? Because it sounds like she's getting stabbed. Yeah. You don't want to risk that. Not an MMA fight. But uh, yeah, it just got me like thinking of like um, going to a graduation. Oh yeah, and every graduation on earth, they're like, uh, "Please hold okay. all cheers and applause for until all the graduates have passed." You know, everybody's like, "Okay, we'll do that." And it's like, Alan Abernathy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got like, the finger whistles. Come and everything. on, man. Come on. You couldn't. Yeah. And and like. All the gradu- most of the graduations I've been to, at least recently, have been in like the big stadiums. Yeah, yeah. And still, you can hear people from the other side of the stadium just incredibly loud. <sighs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. The um, we were talking about this at work about how the crowds are the worst part of shows, and we wanted yeah. to design a theater where you put on the show, but it had no audience, no audience seating at all, and it was all simulcast. Oh yeah, in three D. And then you just put on your virtual reality goggles at home. Huh. And then I was like, we're just grabbing Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah. But so you would you would like simulcast in and then you could take the band, like you know, so my my favorite band, Rush, put yeah. Rush on a stage. They'd be in a little a little small stage. But then when you live streamed in, it would be like in a giant stadium or in a really nice theater or whatever. And everybody could be doing their own thing and like uh-huh. their, their little avatars could populate. Yeah. And then, you know, if you have to pee. You don't have to leave the concert. You just kind of walk into the bathroom. Your avatar just kind of walks over and then is like, just like grabbing his crotch and shit. And everybody's looking at your avatar like, that guy's peeing. That guy's peeing, yeah. Or he's jacking off to Getty. Yeah, and then and then if you don't want to deal with crowd shit, you just go into your settings. You're like, crowd off. And then it's you in a giant stadium. Just, Rush is just, just playing, playing for you. Playing for you. And you're That's like, pretty great. yeah, you you dance, you little monkeys. Or it's like in your it's an intimate venue. They're, they're like all set up in your living room and you're like, yeah. I am a millionaire who can afford to play, have Rush come come out of retirement to play in my living room. And and we shit you not, guys. That is what we would do with a billion dollars. Yeah, with a billion dollars, it'd be like okay, that is exactly what we would do. I'd be like, I'll give you three hundred thirty-three million dollars a piece to come play in my living room. Yep, just all the songs. Yep, every night for for a week until you've played all of them. Is that, that yeah? Cool. You play Cygnus X One Book One and Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can take as many breaks as you want. It's fine. Yeah. If I get up to pee, you got to pause the music. <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's guys, guys. Someone's he's, calling him on the phone. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm done. You guys yeah. can resume. Hey, you just go ahead and skip back to the beginning yeah. of the song. Well, he's paying us three hundred thirty-three million dollars each, so let's go right back to the beginning of the song. But yeah, it's like it's bad enough at live events when he gets recorded. That's even worse. Oh, I hate I hate the, the cra- hearing the crowds the, in recordings. Yeah, I will go out of my way to to like to to listen for the crowd, mm-hmm. like in a different video. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I want to hear crowd reactions, I'll go look up at the crowd reactions video. I hate I hate on like live music CDs where you know they'll be like, "All right, uh, you know we're singing Hey Jude," and he's like, "All right, time for the audience," and you know he's singing real nicely, and then it's like. Like a, it's a big crowd of people. It's like, no, I didn't pay to hear a bunch of fucking strangers in Madison Square Garden sing "Hey Jude," Paul McCartney. I paid you. 
Do your damn job. <laughs> well, I was thinking of um, at A3 a few years ago, uh, I think it was Bethesda's first like solo conference they mm-hmm. did. Yeah. There was a lady in the crowd that cheered at everything. Everything. Until the point you can like hear and recognize that person. You can hear and, and recognize them. that person, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like so much so that it was like like the presenters would be like, Yeah, you you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe if you scream loud enough, they'll bring you up on stage and let you play the game. I, that's what's going through those people's heads. Yeah, no, it happened uh, yesterday, too. I was watching Evo, which is like the the World Series of fighting games. Mm-hmm. Was it on ESPN? Not this year. It has been before. Yeah. Not even on ESPN 8? No. Yeah, that's, that's no. a bummer. They did show the Overwatch finals on ESPN, though. Yeah. That was great. And all the dude bros were like, hey, bro, why is there all these video games on my, my sports channel? I should be hearing yep. about the football. Yeah. The baseball. Or the yeah, other things that have balls sport. in them, like gay porn, balls in eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the, the the head guy was giving the speech, like thanking everyone, and then you know some I could hear some dude in the crowd go like, rah, 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 and he's like, yeah, that's right, man. I love you too, sir. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like. That's why we don't do. Here's what I'll get in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> they'd, just, they'd just be screaming the whole time. Yeah, that's and not right. not out of joy. They'd just be like, "Let us out! Let us out! We're trapped in this race dungeon. We just want to get out. We just want to get out." But their voices would not be heard because this room is soundproof. Soundproof. Yep. <laughs> Man, you know, I just realized I have no timer and no idea how long the episode is going because normally I look at the recording. Oh yeah, that's so right. I need to start. I need yeah. to like set a stopwatch or something. Yeah. Well, I guess. Who knows, man? Uh, is, that, is that your issue? Yeah, get ready for this five-hour episode. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, you know, what like, what kind of people do this? Scream? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't get because, like, I go to shows, and I'll be like, woo, Ooh, yeah. yeah, clap, you know. Yeah, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll be like, like, hey, you know, are you guys having fun tonight? And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm never just, like, screaming random nonsense. Yeah. I mean, I did scream once, ran some random nonsense um, at George W. Bush. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty cool. <laughs> that was out of hate, though. No, I screamed, I love you, George. And the, <laughs> and the whole the whole crowd erupted in laughter. That's right. Yeah. That's it was right. me and a, a guy we went to high school with. We went yeah. and saw George W. Bush when he gave the commencement speech at OSU in mm-hmm. 2006. Yeah. And we like the we shouted it, not thinking anybody would hear it, but it was right at a moment where the whole the crowd whole gr- got silent. <laughs> like, he had just finished... <laughs> And was walking off, and like the the crowd cheered, and he's walking off, and then everybody sits down, like the crowd starts to sit down, and in that moment of of silence, right after the loud noise, we shouted that, and then the whole stadium's like, <laughs> like had a had a funny a little yeah. chortle, chortle, so like a like a little guffaw, if you will. Yeah. But I, I don't just know, that was like more don't understand a, what would like drive a person be, to do funny. that. I don't get the I don't get the like. The screaming, there's like a scream that is just to draw attention to the people around you. Like, I'm having more fun. <laughs> I'm having more fun than the rest of you. Yeah. Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Just, I don't, I don't really understand crowds at all because, like, yeah. like when I go to, I hate going to concerts. Yeah. Because you go to a concert, you have to stand the whole fucking time because everybody in front of you is standing because everybody in front of them is standing because one fucking asshole at the front of the stage can't just sit down and enjoy the music. He's got to be like reaching towards the band, like, oh, band, ah, touch me, show me attention. And then the guy behind him is like, I can't see shit with this stupid asshole standing. And it cascades the whole thing. Like, I'd rather just sit and enjoy the music, just be like, 
I mean, I understand when it's uh when it's like you're in a an open venue with a big flat floor and everybody's yeah. up and dancing. That's one thing. But when you're in a big arena and they you bought a chair, you paid money for a chair. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not using it. You're an yep. idiot. Yeah. Is that, is I, that I, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. That has nothing to do with the screaming. It just has to That's do fine. with more of the misery of going to public events with lots of people. I mean, I agree with you on the crowds thing. Um Yeah, I think what we need is like, I, I want to do a test of like, okay, here's a concert. Mm-hmm. You have headphones, noise canceling headphones, yeah, giving you a stage mix. Mm-hmm. Everyone has them, and so they're just listening to headphones and they're seeing the thing on the stage. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And then you wouldn't have to deal with delays and stuff in your sound setup. So what I've always wanted to do. As an experiment, as I've always wanted to, somehow, I don't know how this would work, but you do like a big live show, like a concert, mm-hmm. for instance, and everybody has a little mini mixer in front of them. And so they can mix huh. like drums, guitar, vocals, whatever, but yeah. their mixer does nothing. What it does is it sends a signal to a computer that then aggregates all of the minute changes by everybody and implements implements them. So like... You know, obviously you'll have some people throw the curve. They'll be like, all the guitar, all the guitar, yeah. and, it'll, and then see how that mix comes out. Because I have a feeling it would come out sounding like shit because yeah. everybody's deaf. Yeah. I also would be curious to see about doing that and have the little mixer in front of them. Like, ha- have them see a show, right? Yeah. Don't touch the console at all. And then ask them, okay, how did, how did you think that last song sounded? And then give them a little mini mixer, and they're like, all right, this will control the – you can control – minutely the thing in your little area mm-hmm. we've got like a tuned speaker and then interview them have the exact same setup and be like what did you think of the show sounded like yeah. now and have them be like oh i thought it sounded way better than the last one yeah. because they think they did something with their fiddly d's well i mean that'd be great for me because like i like going to canes yeah um canes ballroom here and but it's all wood and so it's very bass heavy so oh, the drums yeah. the drums and bass there always have and they have way too many subs in the room yeah yeah because the, the whole place like shakes when the bass player starts going. Yeah. And so sometimes it's a little hard to hear, like, more intricate guitar parts. hmm I like to, like, boost those if I could. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, that's a great issue. Thank you. And here's what I don't get this week. <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries. Dude, that show was scary as hell. Robert yep. Stack? Robert Stack. Robert Stack. God bless him. I think he's dead hell. now. Yeah, I think so. He was, he was pretty old when they shot that show. Um... But not the show. I'm talking about like l- l- real. What the show is about. With what mysteries that have not been solved, of which there's a cavalcade of them, man. Yep. So in the news right now, just a couple weeks ago, was MH370. They finally like called off the last of the searches for it. Yeah. And everybody's like, "Wow, oh, how, how dare they lose a plane? How could they lose a plane in the year in the this year? I mean, this is ridiculous." But like, in the '40s, planes were disappearing all the time, and everybody's just like, "Man." Eh, <laughs> Sometimes some stuff happens, man. Who cares? And so that'll probably be like the unsolved mystery of our generation. You think so? I think so. I think people, I don't know, because people will probably totally forget about that next week. People probably, I just brought up MH370, like, what is that? That's the Malaysian Airlines flight that disappeared over Uh, the Indian Ocean. How long ago was that? Was that? It was in 2015 or 2006. I think it was was 2015. It was a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the reason why I bring this up, so I was watching, uh, a show on YouTube called Best of the Worst, where they watch three 
B movies and then choose which one's the worst and which one's the best. And they yeah. watched a movie called D.B. Cooper versus Bigfoot, yep. which is not about either one of those things. Nope. And it's it got, softcore gay porn. Yeah, I was like, it got me thinking about the D.B. Cooper case because it's been unsolved since 1971. And I was like, yeah. you know, I, I knew a little bit about it, but I, I couldn't Didn't remember really, all the yeah, details. Yeah. So I, I read a couple books about it and... And I, I was like, oh, you know, this would actually be a really cool movie. Like a D.B. Cooper versus Bigfoot movie that was legit would yeah. be really, really good. But it's like there's that. There's, you know, the disappearance of Amelia Earhart, mm-hmm. Jack the Ripper, um, the what is it, the Voynich Manuscript, Stonehenge. We've got all these. And they seem to be, have been a lot more common a long time ago than they are now. Like now the, the MH370 thing happens and that's like – Whoa, what the hell? Yeah. Whereas, you know, Amelia Earhart disappeared. And some of them get solved. Like, Amelia Earhart, they found her body, and they're just like, oh, no, this isn't it. And then 100 years later, they're like, oh, no, that that it, it was. definitely was it. Yeah. Um, and but, so, but, like, it's it's never a big deal when they get solved. No, it's not. It's it's the mystery. Like, Amelia Earhart, that was pretty solved in, a couple uh, years ago. Uh, yeah, I think they finally did declared it solved there's stuff like uh like jfk's assassination yeah. in in that some people don't believe that it was um not john wilkes booth yeah, lee harvey oswald lee harvey oswald who killed him yeah um you know the shooter on the on the green on the green yeah and i'll talk more yeah. about that but so it just it seems weird that these mysteries like the db cooper case has Capture the live, like whole lives of people have spent for the last 40 years, 50 years now, <laughs> yeah. dedicated to trying to find out who D.B. Cooper was. And like all these people will confess, they'll confess to the crime, and then they'll be like, all right, where's the money? And like, oh, <laughs> uh, where's, <laughs> wouldn't you like to know where the money yeah. is? Like, well, that's the only thing that will convince us that you're the real D.B. Cooper. Um, and, and yet, it still goes unsolved. Like like Bigfoot yeah. sightings are also that's that falls more into like the crazy. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a conspiracy theory, but it's a it's like a folklore urban yeah, legend yeah, urban kind legends, of thing. Yeah. And people go search for that and have found fucking nothing. They spend we spend years dedicated to these these projects of of solving. Like people tried to decode the Voynich manuscript. Yeah. They're trying to decode that for decades, and nobody's even close. And it's like yeah. Because it doesn't say anything. It's just, <laughs> just nonsense. Nonsense, yeah. It's not it's not like J.R.R. Tolkien wrote a book about Middle Earth. Like a crazy person just drew a bunch of weird pictures and made funny symbols in a book yeah. for, for until he died. And then someone found that book and was like, this must be, oh, Mince must have all the secrets to the world in yeah. it. And it, it don't. <laughs> it's just a crazy dude. It's just one crazy dude. I had a I had a list of of, um, I'm surprised, like how many people don't don't follow Occam's Razor, where the simplest explanation is probably the right one. Because it usually is. Yeah, and that's the whole reason. Oh, there's there's the there's the bog bodies in uh, northern Europe, where they there are all these bodies that are like definitely murdered but mm-hmm. they, they were then dumped in a bog and they've kind of turned into mummies and then mm-hmm. they they find them in this they find the bodies in this bog and yeah but they're from hundreds and hundreds of years ago and it's like oh you know what happened like well someone was probably a serial serial, serial killer, killer in there yeah. 
Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper is one of my favorite ones too because yeah, yeah. they never caught the guy, nope. and it's inspired like um, time after time with Malcolm McDowell, mm. where Jack the Ripper travels forward in time to the year nineteen seventy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think Malcolm McDowell is like, who's the guy who H.G. Wells? I think he's H.G. Wells in that, and used a time machine to go and catch him. I might, I might be having mix, have that movie mixed up with something else, but. Um, My favorite theory about uh, Jack the Ripper was that it, it was um, the, the, guy, el- the Elephant Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that that'd be kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, there's there's like all these different theories and who it was. In, Joseph Merrick. This is yeah. in Star Trek. They imply that Jack the Ripper is like an alien spirit mm-hmm. that uh, basically. Moves from host to host. Yeah, manifests himself in different hosts. And then, yeah. and then I think they end up killing him in in the original series. But it's like it's this like a murder. It's like a, a serial killer, a murder thing. Very simple, very simplistic story. Mm-hmm. And the time has captured the imaginations of people for now a couple hundred years, and even to imply like like crazy explanations in the in the future of stuff. Yeah, because in t- and time after time, I think they end up killing him in. The year 1970, so his, he just disappears. Because the Jack the Ripper murders just stopped. Yeah. Uh, Zodiac, the Zodiac, the Zodiac killer, killer in yeah. San Francisco, like, again, just suddenly stopped. Just one day stopped doing it. Yep. It's like, you know, I think what killed like five or six people. At least. Couples yeah. or something. I don't remember. I don't know as much about that. I have to read up on that one because now I don't think about it. And, uh, I mean, then there's, then there's kind of the silly ones like the alien abductions and... And that kind of stuff. The lost city of Atlantis. Like, how long have we been searching for this lost right. city of Atlantis? And how many how many different properties are there about, like, what happened to Atlantis? A lot. Animated movies, video games, television shows, comics, big movies, yeah. comics. Like, you know, Aquaman is from the city of Atlantis. That's that's yeah. his story. And, and it's weird how, how we have, like, the legend. And there's kind of those things that over time kind of become true. Um, like... The fact that they are like underwater people, as opposed to them just living on an island that sank, they are like living underwater yeah, and yeah, still exist. Yeah. El Dorado is one of those. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, the mystery of uh, the Mayan ruins. Like what happened to those guys? Yeah. It's just uh, it's fascinating. It's man. fascinating stuff. And 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 what's what's also great about these, like the DB Cooper case, and I'm I'm focused on that because that's what yeah. I just recently read about, like. They'll spend 20 years not doing anything with it, and then someone will be like, oh, why don't we test his tie with some of the new electron microscope yeah, equipment? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we found a little bit of DNA. We found some pollen that suggests that maybe this and maybe that. And like, as new technology comes out, they find stuff. Like the Unknown Soldier, they've, they've in the Tomb of the Unknown yeah. Soldier, there's, I think it's just a leg. But that used to be like seven, there used to be seven Unknown Soldiers, I think, and now it's down to either one or two because they were able to DNA match like missing in action people with their, Oh, their relatives huh. and and make them known soldiers, yeah. but they still haven't found at least one or two. I don't remember, but it's like, what happened? Where where are they now? What happened to them? Yep. Um, I it's it's weird. Like a uh, the MH three seventy. That's probably no. I mean, and the explanation is probably pretty simple. Yeah, plane ran out of gas, crashed in the ocean. Everybody died. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We just don't know what their vector was. It's like the D.B. Cooper case, from what I've read. My theory is that uh, 
either A, he jumped out of a plane, mm-hmm. shoot didn't deploy, he crashed in the earth and died. B, jumped out of the plane, shoot did deploy, he landed in the water, tangled up in his chute, drowned, drowned and died. Yeah. B, or C, he jumped out of the plane, opened his chute, lost the fucking money, and then had to go back to work on Monday. <laughs> yeah. And then... They kept quiet about it. And then kept quiet about it for, for forty years because he didn't want to go to jail forever. Yeah, it's kind of it's a pretty cool story. It it would make a really cool movie. It would. I hope someday maybe they solve it. Yeah. If you or someone you know knows anything about the DB Cooper, please call in. Please call the the the. Here's what I don't get: DB Cooper hotline at seven zero four seven five zero nine four three four and tell us. Who is DB? His name's actually not even DB Cooper. Do you know no, that? that? No, I didn't. Yeah, his name's Dan Cooper. The FBI put out DB Cooper to the press so that any, any tip they got about a DB Cooper, they'd just be like, Is it Dan? Is it trash? Oh, okay. Dan gotcha. Cooper's the real name. So then when they huh. get a phone call, it's like, uh, I don't know a DB Cooper, but I do know a Dan Cooper, and he's got $200,000, and he broke both his legs. <laughs> he's got all these parachute shit. Yeah. Uh, and he looks just like Bing Crosby. They'd be like, Sounds like our guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, I'm I am totally with you. Like, they're just like I do get them because I like reading about them. I mean, I was when I was a kid and Robert Stack was reading that yeah. shit. I did not like it. Now that I'm an adult. I don't, I've actually rewatched some of the Unsolved Mysteries, yeah. uh, the show, and not nearly as scary. No, I remember like the like half speed, you know. Reenacted video, yeah, from first yeah. person, you know, and everything about that show was just absolutely petrifying as a child. Yeah, the 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 the, the, music. the music, his voice, like yeah. he had such a even the iconic voice. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's like scratched in the in the inside of a rape <laughs> closet door. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so that's my issue. That's a good one. Thank you. Well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means that it's time for. This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricky the News Network. Definitely not fake news. I wonder when Mad Cans is going to retire now that another certain mad individual has retired. Someone made, they made T-Show, Road Rage Atlanta was this past weekend, and Uncle Buck performed uh, with Cuck Sockers, and... There were people wearing T-shirts that said uh, "Missing." Have you seen this man? It was a picture of me, and it was yeah. like height and that stuff. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Well, um, our first news story comes from South Carolina, the worst of the Carolinas. Yep. Um, and there's a school district in South Carolina that uh, is doing away with snow days. Oh yeah, good because all the snowy times in South Carolina. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they're doing away with snow days, and when they have a snow day, it will be replaced with online learning. Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! How can you do this to kids, man? I know! Oh. Just let them have one day, man. If you're going to replace the snow days with online learning days, why not just replace all, all the it. days? Yeah. Oh, fucking motherfuckers. Snow days were so good. Yeah. I used to pray for snow days. Right? Yeah. Because you'd be like, like, come on, just give, give us, us just give us right? one day. You want you that's 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 when kids watch the news. Yeah. <laughs> like scroll that scroll at the bottom. Uh what were uh to to Teresa Tahlequah Tuttle. 
Come on. Come on. Tulsa, open. No! And then you're like, like maybe on the next go-round. Maybe on the next go-round. Like, Dakota, <laughs> Asheville, Ashford, Bloomington, Caroline, <laughs> D- D- Detroit. Like, you get all the way through. You're like, like all right, here's the S's. Sperry, Skytuke. And you'll watch that until you have until you're walking out the door. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can still have time. We still have time. The bus is pulling up. No, no, no! <laughs> you're like dragged out the door. Yeah, or like uh, we wake up and it's it's like thirty minutes past when you're supposed to wake up. Yeah, and just like and you're like, oh, we're late, we're late. And, and your, your mom's are like, like, no, no. It's a snow day, snow. Look outside. Yeah. <laughs> snow days are great. I like, dude. You see the snow coming down. You see the snow like coming down uh, late that night. You're just like, mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah, here it is. <laughs> oh, gonna... You're like watching the news. Like, like we're expecting three to six inches of snow, and then followed up next tomorrow. You're in the middle evening. of doing homework, and you just slap it aside. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> you're, just, you're just like, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> I actually need that because that's my show notes. <laughs> yeah, man. So they're 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 replacing it with um, online classes, I guess. That's, well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing about South Carolina that you may, you may not know, Tim, because you're not a cultured person of the Carolinas. <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually had a cousin cousins that lived in North in South Carolina, and they never ever ever got snow days. They one time had a snow day because of a threat of snow, and then it didn't snow. Because South Carolina has no fucking clue what to do with snow days. <laughs> so they, they rarely, rarely get them. Yeah. But when they do, it's just like mass chaos. Man, that's such a man, that's such a right? bummer. Even I, in like college, I was like, hell yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, well, that one's it's, it's a little different. But like, I get that phone call from the number I don't recognize, and I need to put the phone up to my ear like, hello, this is David Boren, here to tell you that all OU students... Not campus will be OU campus will be closed from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Thursday the 22nd. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I just remember being like being in my in my room on campus. It's you know it's like a seven by seven room, mm-hmm. but I had a window, and it'd be like February, and it'd be like, I think it's starting to rain. <laughs> it's gonna get real cold tonight, and then yeah, maybe it's gonna be some ice. Yep. I remember and you wake couple, up and it's snowing. I'm like, hell yeah! I remember a couple of times college classes were like, like classes are canceled before 10 a.m. due to like extreme cold mm-hmm. and just, just cold and wind. I was yeah. like, yeah, because all I had there was one one semester where all I had one day was like a an 8 a.m. class, mm-hmm. and then I had the rest of the day off. And it's like they call and they'd be like, yep. campus won't open up until I'm like, come on 10, come on 10, come on 10, come on 10, uh, 10. And I'm like, 10, yeah. I got nothing to do tomorrow. I'm going to sleep all day. <laughs> well, uh, I got one more news story. Okay. Uh, this one's a little more global. It comes out of Germany. Um, a German nursing home alerted police after they noticed two men were missing <laughs> from the nursing home. Uh, yeah, Pat posted this on the Discord today. Yeah, uh, they were found later at 3 a.m. at the Vakken Open Air Metal Festival. Fuck yeah! <laughs> so these dudes... That you know are old enough to be in a nursing home. Yeah, broke out. Yeah, probably because they got shitty kids and won't let them go to metal concerts. Right? Yeah. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Wah, wah. That's 
That's those old people, man. That's that's that that's a type of elder you should respect. You know, you brought up old people out in mm-hmm. public. God bless those old people. Right. Although they might have ruined it. They might have been like like the it's like and that that guy's like like right next to somebody that that dude just what are you doing here, old man? Like I escaped from the nursing home. I, I came to see Venom. To see this, uh, you you fucking pussy. <laughs> you little fucking, you puke. I'll kick the shit out of you so hard. You meet me in the hospital. I'll show you what's up. <laughs> uh, I'm just. I'm gonna go ahead and pop my arthritis medication right now, and then you'll see yeah. what it is. But I, I just I, I remembered that last week we did the story about the alternate universe. You yeah. This is alternate universe old me. This is future you. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> just future me. This, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so Pat Are also... Are the po- still around? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they don't let us have computers here. Pat posted this on the Discord, mm-hmm. and he said, this is me when I get old. And yeah. the picture is an old woman. And then someone someone commented on it and said, a woman? <laughs> uh, yeah. So... I just, I really enjoyed that. I, I wanted that would be a that would that would make a great movie. That would make a great movie. It's like the bucket list with uh, Morgan Freeman and Jack yep. Nicholson, except it doesn't suck. Yeah, except it's more of a like a you. you it's like half of, the first half is a like a Mission Impossible, but with old people escape <laughs> movie. <laughs> so just Mission Impossible, all right? Yeah, because Tom Cruise is like sixty five years old. Yeah. Oh, now I can't find it in here. And then the second half is like a bucket list style. Yeah. Like, we yeah. made it. Yeah. And then they get, like, the end of the movie, they get, like, locked back up, like, sent to the nursing home. And then, and then like, yeah, and they get they get reprimanded by their family members. And, and then they, one of them fakes a heart attack, and while he's faking a heart attack, the others sneak out the back. And then they're like, they, <laughs> yeah. they, like, they turn, they're like, like oh, you, they got out! And then as they're going to chase them, the guy who's like, who just had a heart attack, like, sits up straight. He looks at the and camera. sneaks out, out the <laughs> other door. And then they're like, like, the old fogies will return for Metal Fogies 2. <laughs> Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty great news story. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, this has been... The Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. And that takes care of our legal obligations this week. But you know what it doesn't take care of, Tim? What? Getting uh, a safety deposit box of metal tickets for when you get old. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to help with them. Tim's uh, safety deposit box for metal tickets, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. Crazy how that works out. And we have there we have four tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes, which is like uh, an extra, what, like an eighth of a, an extra eighth of a month of episodes. Right. Then you can swing up, or you can swing up to the two buck tier, where we give we give away like our random episodes. Those kind of vary in length, mm-hmm. but that's like you're getting an extra twenty five percent of the monthly episodes. So head on up to the five buck tier for our monthly bonus episodes. Here's where I do get you're getting fifty percent more content a month. Yep. And then finally we have our ten dollar tier where you're getting a two hour movie commentary. You suggest the movie, we watch it, we record a commentary, and you watch it with us. Uh, the submissions are open. I haven't checked them recently, but we just did Demolition Man, and it might be it's it's a great movie. I think that <laughs> yeah. might be my favorite commentary that we've done yeah. so far. 
So uh, check that out in the ten bucks here, and you're getting you're getting double the content a month for ten bucks. That's pretty cool. So we had a little. There's a little chat in the Discord about this. Apparently, outside of the U.S. Oh yeah, Demolition Man. Uh, instead of it being Taco Bell that won the it franchise, was Pizza Wars, Hut. it's Pizza Hut. Yeah, that's kind of like in uh, uh, Inside Out. Instead of being green, instead of being broccoli, the girl doesn't like it's green peppers in like Japan because they're more universally reviled. Oh, that's right. There was some other. Um some other move, some other animated movie did that. Yeah, where they swapped it up for the non-U.S. release. Yeah, it was like um, it might have been Zootopia. Yeah, where they have like a they had like a newscaster, mm-hmm. and the the news anchor was some sort of animal. They changed it for different locations. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it was a moose in Canada. It was a panda in China. And so it was like the national anthem. Was it? Was it a eagle in our country? Or was it? I don't remember. Oh. I don't know. I only saw it once, and I was disgusted the whole time. <laughs> I got a reverse boner. It was like an innie. Yeah. For, for a little bit, I had a vagina, <laughs> which is somehow worse. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to support, if you're supporting the show on Patreon, thank you. And if you want to join in supporting the Patreon, uh, you can join there. there. That comes with Discord rewards. We have a Patreon-only Discord chat yep. where we talk about the show, talk about whatever. It's a little bit more private. You can join the Discord just to shoot the shit. Uh, get the news yeah. articles a little bit early. Get yeah. get some some teasers on the do gets or something. So yeah, we're 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 usually in there every day. Every day, man. Yep. Yeah. So I think it's about time we get back into some real issues. So Tim, what is your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get: lying batteries. Yeah, batteries that are straight up lying to you. Yep. Um, they say, hey, I got 20% battery left. I checked my phone last night. 55%. Yeah. For me, I don't need to plug it in. Okay. By the time I wake up, it's going to be at 41, right? Mm-hmm. Then I can plug it in for an hour or so, and it'll be all the way charged. Yeah. Um, I wake up, it's still at 55%. Amazing. Wow. How about that? Yeah, right. How does, how did, how does nature do that? Right. And so, uh, I'm going. I'm going through my day. I'm on my phone. It's still at fifty five percent. Oh no! And I'm on an app of something. I don't remember what it was, but I'm on some sort of app. Screen goes black. Zero percent battery. Man, fuck you. Right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like if you had told me, I would have plugged you in. <laughs> this exactly. is your fault. Yep. Yeah. And it's how how have we not created smarter batteries? That's a really good question. Like, I thought you were gonna be talking about how sometimes uh like my old laptop. Well, I was gonna get onto my laptop. I lost a cell. Oh yeah. Yeah. You lose cells. And so it would get to like twenty percent and, and then, then just it would shut just off. Shut off. Because twenty percent is now zero. And yep. so you, your laptop did this too, right? Yep, my current laptop. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, surely we should we should have batteries that are smart enough to go like, oh, this oh, cell's, this cell's dead. out. So we, I mean, we have software that can check the health of your battery and yeah. tell you that a cell is out. Yeah, and then all I need the computer to do is call, tw- like when it gets to that cell, just say, okay, this is zero. Yeah. So. Adjust. Adjust, yeah. Don't say that you have 20% when you clearly don't. Just say you have 0% and have that bar get smaller faster. I don't care. Yep. 
I'm down to basically no cells on my laptop. Yeah, so it's got to be plugged in all the time. Yeah, I've got a battery for it. I just don't. I don't want to like. Just haven't installed it yet. How hard is it to install the battery in your laptop? That's not bad. Is it? Do you have to take the back off? Yeah. Okay, that's stupid. This computer, you have to do that. I had to take the back off to put the the new battery in. But like old ones used to just be like you. You there was a little a little slider slot. Yeah, and you pull it to one side. My old laptop, the one that lost a cell, eventually I replaced it with an even bigger battery. It had like, it's, so it's not. I think it was. It's it's the equivalent of six AA batteries. Yeah. In size, and then the, I bought one that was the equivalent of nine AA batteries, and that third row of AA batteries was raised up out of the back of it, so that when you set the laptop down, it was already at a, like a slight tilt. That's nice. So a little bit easier to type on. Yeah. And just open the lid a little bit wider, no problem. And my battery then lasted thirty percent longer than yeah. it used to. And that battery was pretty cool because that battery had a indicator, so you could flip the without the computer being on. You could flip it over and push the little indicator button, and it would light up little LEDs and say, "I'm at 75 percent battery." See, that's a smarter battery. It's that's a smarter what we battery. need in our damn. And that I don't, I don't. That would never lost a cell before yeah. it stopped being useful. But we need batteries to be smarter. Yeah, we need. Yeah, both the batteries, but also the the charging mechanism. The charging needs to be smarter. the The actual software that you know that tells you about your battery needs to be sm- smarter. It's a lot a sp- of things don't have like battery indicators. You know? Yeah, I hate that in my phone. I have to go into a setting and select that I want it to show the the percentage instead of just giving me a little icon. That do they, they do the three bars. No, it's just a little tiny. It's a little tiny battery. Like you see it up there in the upper right corner. It's got a plus sign on it right yeah. now. Um, that little icon. It I'm supposed drains. to look at that and go, yeah. "Oh, that's eighty percent because it's only got a smidge gone," as opposed to seventy percent, which is that smidge plus a little bit more yeah. smidge. So I had a theory that this was all a conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. um, and they don't want this, so you have to buy more batteries. But you're going to have to buy more batteries either way. Yeah, all batteries eventually fail. Yes, it, they're they're volatile. They're volatile items. Yeah, and they they only have a limited number of charge discharge yep. cycles, and they get. You know, we talked about this once. I was I was. It was like a you know not on the show, but mm-hmm. we were talking about like uh, like sleep timers and like charging at night. Oh, yeah, so I I suggested what if what the phones need to have. So you can do this with phones or whatever. Um, what I want my I want an ability to do with the phone is because what it what it ends up happening is most people they plug their phone in at night when they go to bed, and then it charges in two hours or less. Mm-hmm. They sleep for eight hours, so it's six spends six hours charge charges up to a hundred percent, discharges down to ninety nine percent, charges up to a hundred percent, and that last like twenty percent of battery charging is what puts the most wear because you have to ramp up the voltage mm-hmm. to to trickle in. Yeah. So what I said is you need to be able to like go into your phone, you plug it in at night, and then you can open up an option menu and say, I would need my phone charged by 6 a.m. Like that's the time my alarm's going off, so you be charged by 6 a.m. So what it does is it just doesn't charge your phone until 4.45. And at 4.45, it starts charging your phone so that right at 6 a.m., your phone hits 100%, you wake up and unplug it, and you're like, ah, my phone is now. Yep. Because it can... It should be able to count, because like when you're plugged in, my phone will be like, 
15 minutes to do full charge. So it knows about how long it'll yeah. take to charge. Yeah. So there's no reason for it to just start charging if it, you could just say, hey, don't charge for a little while. Yeah. Like, you don't need to charge for another four hours. I'm not getting up. I'm going to bed at 10 p.m. I'm not getting up until 10 a.m. That's why a lot of times, like you, I don't just won't plug my phone in at night. Instead, I'll plug it in in the morning when I get up. Yeah. Because it's it's better for the battery in the long run. Yeah, yeah it's just... It, they haven't gotten better. No. They, and, mean, they, and they're getting worse because they get thinner and thinner. Yep. And so that percentage goes, ah, oh, man. I also I also hate where your phone or your laptop or whatever will be like, oh, I'm at 5%, so I just need to turn off. Even though there's still battery left, and then you turn the phone back on, it's like, oh, I've got 7% battery now. Like We, we gained, somehow gained 2% with, by doing nothing. <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever had that happen? Yeah. Because I had that. My phone just died, and I'm like, "That's really weird." And I turn it back on. It's like I'm at forty percent. Like you just said, you were at zero, That's... and now you're saying forty percent. You make yeah, up your damn mind. What <laughs> yeah. are you, a woman? You just found some loose change in the. <laughs> That's what it was. You just found some loose change. Like, oh. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's. I mean, we're still dealing with batteries, which you know. Yeah, my dad and I had a long conversation about about. So my dad works, um, he builds battery testers for large-scale batteries, so like the battery that's in a Tesla. Yeah. The company he works for builds the tester for that. And we were talking about batteries and, and how the, the technology, and he said basically what you need is a battery that is 99.99% efficient. Because once you get up to that, you'll just never have to charge anything ever again. Because then you can start to put in things like like in a Tesla um, or a, a an electric car. Yeah. If you can harness the energy of the braking power and the power energy of the wheels rolling, it'll just constantly trickle charge that battery huh. back up. If the if the efficiency is is high enough, and yeah. like your phone, if your efficiency was high enough, you could easily charge your phone just by the jangling around of the accelerometer. Oh, that'd be great. But we're not that efficient yet. Like we can't get that power efficiently into the battery, and we can't get the battery to efficiently hold that power. So. Mm. So maybe someday, but I don't know. I told him I don't believe in future technology anymore. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Just never gonna happen. No. I see these, you know, in, in movies they about cell phones are just like a piece of glass. Mm-hmm. Like, where's the battery in that? Are you, okay, we talked about that phone the other day that's got a little pop up selfie camera. Uh-huh. I saw a really cool video where someone took the back off that, peeled the the coat because it's a glass back, but then it's got like a a coating on the inside. Uh-huh. Peeled the coating off, pulled out some of the metal things that cover bits of the inside of the phone, and then put it back on. And so it was a clear-backed phone where you could see the circuit board and all the shit that was going Man, on inside why, of it. That, it was fucking cool. That aesthetic was so cool in the in late the 90s, 90s. Like the, the clear things where you could see Yeah, the your Game Boy or whatever. On. Yeah, the Man. Game Boy. I had a computer monitor that was like that. There was the, like the classic is the telephone. Yeah, yeah. The... And it's like we've, we've made this technology to be this – do all these cool things and then we just do hide not it. utilize it. Yeah. Like yeah, we're we're hide, it's like we're ashamed. Let's hide let's hide all the we don't need Yeah, like to if see. if I took the back off my phone right now. Oh my god, the back comes off of Tim's phone. Like all that stuff looks cool. Yeah. And imagine if so it's got this like it's got like plastic bits covering the the lower level circuit boards. If yeah. that was also clear, you could see I think it'd be really cool to do that because then, like, because the LCD glows out the back too, and then you like the back of your phone would also glow. That'd be cool. Instead of 
You know, because sometimes I'll set my phone mm-hmm. down, it's on silent, I'll, I'll call it or pager or yeah. something, I can't see that it's lit up, but if it could, like, light out the vac, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, so. But no, no future technology for us. It doesn't exist, I don't believe in it. Nope. Well, here's my final issue this week. Here's what I don't get. And this is a spinoff of my last issue. Conspiracy theory, theories. Mm-hmm. Because it's like we were talking about Occam's Razor. Yeah. Uh, back to the D.B. Cooper thing, like there's conspiracy theories that he was like a CIA operative that did the jump. He did the, he did the ransom and made the jump to force the FAA into intervene the government into intervening with the airlines to make them put in security equipment to increase the size of government in aviation. Yeah. Okay. Which is just wild. Like it is. Yeah. Nine Eleven was an inside job. Uh, MK Ultra, Majestic Twelve, Pizza actually Gate. MK Ultra is a real thing, yeah. and so is Pizzagate. <laughs> you don't you don't think John Podesta is a pedophile? Just look mm. at him, man. <laughs> okay. He's got pedophile written all over him. Um, it's just like we wild stuff happens, like MH three seventy that happens, and, and then they're like, like, what if the pilot was secretly an ISIS member? Like, what if the pilot's just bad at his fucking job? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, isn't yeah. that a lot more simple? Like, um, uh, Amelia Earhart, she flew to the Bermuda Triangle and disappeared. She was kidnapped by aliens. Again, they made a Star Trek episode where Amelia Earhart shows up in the Delta Quadrant, frozen, like cryogenically frozen, uh-huh. in a compound on a planet because aliens kidnapped humans from the planet Earth in the 30s, took them out to the Delta Quadrant, in the 1930s, took them out to the Delta Quadrant to make them work as slaves. Then the humans revolted and took the planet back over. Yeah. The Krillori were the were the mm-hmm. aliens, I think. And then the, and then Amelia Earhart is frozen in in a cryogenically frozen thing, and then or, they pull her out. And they didn't cast an actress that looked fucking anything like <laughs> Amelia Earhart. Not even close. Yeah. Or she ran out of gas, ran aground. And her and her little and her her navigator starved to death because on them. planes were what pieces ten, of shit. Fifteen year old technology at that point. Yeah, there's even there's even like the Oklahoma City bombing in 1995. There's conspiracy conspiracy theories about that that it was funded by Iraq. <laughs> yeah, do you know about this? No, I didn't. So right after the event, there was John Doe, Timothy McVeigh, and then there was John Doe number two, uh-huh. who was described as being Arab looking. And then John Doe number two was scratched off the list, and and so there's like a conspiracy theory that Iraq was involved in that. There's the Majestic Twelve, who supposedly is like a cabal of government, semi-governmental organizations. They're basically the bad guys from the X Files, Cigarette Smoking Man, and all those guys. Yeah, yeah. The Syndicate. The Syndicate. <laughs> um, and they like control technology, and who knows? And the Illuminati. There's the Illuminati. Yeah. I mean. There's all kinds of shit like this, like aliens building the pyramids, and it just spirals out of control. And it's one little bit of critical thinking at any point in your... Here's the other thing that I don't get about the conspiracy theories. So, for instance, the 9-11, like the moon landings, that the moon landings are a hoax, right? We're now, we're, we're coming up on 50 years since we landed on the moon, mm-hmm. right? In 50 years, not... One person with credible evidence has come forward to prove that the moon landings were a hoax. Like, done on a soundstage by Stanley Kubrick. (laughs) Because 
Because it wasn't. Because it wasn't. And it's just. And plenty of people have proved that it could not have been faked. If I believed, if I believed in conspiracy theories like that, like the JFK assassination, yeah. that it was government organized, like 9 11 being an inside job, um, I would have to have so much faith in my government to be able to do fucking anything competently. <laughs> They can't fix the goddamn roads. Yeah. Domino's is fixing the roads, and you think that the government somehow killed JFK and has kept it secret for 50 years? We didn't land on the moon and kept it secret for 50 years? D.B. Cooper me. jumped out of a plane <laughs> to get more government yeah. in the FAA? 9-11 was an inside job, and we haven't fucking figured that out? Oh, my God. They yeah. got shit on lockdown. <laughs> yeah, I would rather trust the the... A pizza, I, you know what? Papa John was D.B. Cooper. Maybe that's how he got all the money. That's how he got the seed money to yeah. start Papa John's. Yeah. And that's why they had to shut him down because he's about to. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, you can get wilder and wilder, yeah. and it just sounds more and more like a real conspiracy theory. Yeah. That's that's why they, and they've always got they've always got answers for like, well, well, okay, so if nine eleven wasn't was an inside job, right? And the government, U.S. government attacked it, our, it ourselves to go to war in Iraq to get oil. Mm-hmm. Then why, when we took over Iraq, did we not take the oil rights? Yeah. And it's like, well, the globalists <laughs> wanted to make it look like there's an Iraqi government. Really, that money, that's funneling through Russia to pay them off for for casualties that were suffered during the Cold War as part of the agreement with Ronald Reagan that took down the Star Wars program. You're just like, you are a psychopath, man! <laughs> yep. You've got an answer for everything because you're not culpable for anything. And the funny thing is, you were talking about government. The These same people are the most untrustful of government. Yeah, that's the exact thing. It's like, you're talking about a government that's so fucking good at its job <laughs> that it can keep, you know... We have a saying... Yeah, good enough for government good work. Good enough for government work. Meaning, you half-assed it. I mean, you get, like, not, there's not, you're telling me that in 50 years after the moon landings, not one James Damore has come out and written a manifesto yeah. that has any kind of credence or credibility. Because, see, there's always, like, this guy's like, oh, yeah, he's, he looks like he looks like Clint Howard. He's like, oh, man, <laughs> I, I worked in the soundstage where we, where we recorded the moon landing hoaxes, yeah. and, and and I was there, and I got I got photographs. And then he's like, he's, he shows you, like, these photographs, like his finger over the lens of some white powder, and then you, like, look into his details, like, oh, yeah, he was institutionalized during the summer of 1969 <laughs> yeah. and put under electroshock shock therapy. Maybe he's not a credible witness. It's like, oh yeah, I worked for Boeing and we figured out we 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 dissected alien components and that's how it built the SR seventy one Blackbird. Yeah. It's like, well, this literal file drawer full full of everything that they used to develop the SR seventy one doesn't corroborate any of that evidence. Yeah. Like, so, well, that's just what the government wants you to think. Like it's goddamn Dale from from uh, King of the Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah, it's a government conspiracy. <laughs> It's a government conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. Um, the one, the big one you haven't brought up, I, I don't want to even like get into it. Um, because it is the most of all of them that proves that behind most conspiracy theories is just anti-intellectualism. Mm-hmm. And that's the flat earth. <laughs> yeah. Those guys are so fucking stupid. God. 
everybody knows the word the world is hollow, right? And there are mole people that live on the inside of the surface. Have you not read <laughs> issue of the Fantastic Four? Come on, <laughs> you fucking idiots! Uh, get with the program. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't. I get why they start because yeah. you want you've got this unsolved mystery. mystery. You want to have an explanation, and rather than just be like, oh. He uh, parachuted into the woods and died because he parachuted into the, in the woods, woods in a rainstorm in the at night in the middle of November yeah. with nothing on but a well. The only thing he had on him when he got in the plane was a raincoat. He's dead. Yeah. It's like no, 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 <laughs> no, no. He didn't no, even no. jump out of the plane. No, no, man. no, no. He didn't no, jump out of the plane. No, no, he no. He opened no, up no. the. No, 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 no. Uh, he didn't even jump out of the plane, man. He pushed a heavy suitcase out the back. That's what caused the the bump. But then he actually opened up a panel and climbed down into the cargo compartment where he waited until the plane landed in Las Vegas when the FBI snuck in. You know, if you watch this video, right? So we've got video of the FBI walking in to inspect the plane. Four guys looks like looks like three guys walking in, right? And then four guys walk out. Four guys walk out. One of those guys, Dan Cooper. No. Four guys walked in, and the angle you have just made it look like like one of the guys was always mm-hmm. in behind the other two. Yeah. yeah, so that's my that's my issue. I, I agree with you completely. Yeah. yeah. If you have a fun conspiracy theory, though, I'd love to hear. It. Yes, I love hearing love about to, car- yeah. conspiracy theories. Uh, so if you have, they're a, dumb, but they're also. If hilarious. there's one we didn't mention or one that like I got wrong, please call us at seven zero four seven five zero nine four three four and tell us what is your conspiracy. Well, I think that about does it for this week's episode. So, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handbreaker. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call into the Here's What I Don't Get hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Here's what I don't get. People who have dogs in small, teeny, tiny little apartments, like, uh, isn't that cruel to the dog to be in such a small, confined space? Sometimes there's, there's, there's something I'm not getting about this. I Man, I feel like we should let all dogs out into space. <laughs> <laughs> in space, no one can hear you bark at 3 in the morning. Yeah. What do you, I mean, you have a smallish dog, but you have yeah. like a house and a yard. Yeah, we have. I mean, there's a doggy door; she can go right into the backyard anytime. I don't she get wants. people that have dogs that they're like, "Oh, we can't stay outside during the day." That's that's literally why dogs exist. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, the only thing I can think of is like, I mean, it depends on like how sturdy your fences are, and yeah, like what else gets in your backyard, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. like if, if cats frequent, you know, around the area, you probably don't want. What's your dog gonna do? Chase off the cat? Most Kill cats, it? the most cat, no, most cats that stay outside are are hard hardcore. Whereas most dogs are lazy and dumb as shit. They're like, I I lay on the sofa most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember, uh, my dad had these two small dogs, right, and they would. A cat got into the backyard and they went fucking tearing after mm-hmm. it. They're like, like I'm yeah. gonna fuck you up, cat. And that cat was just like, like, like arches back and then smacked one of them in the face. And they both like ran back to the door, like, oh, that thing <laughs> fucked us up. <laughs> that thing is not even as big as you. Yeah.
good afternoon, Uncle Bart. Uh, this message is actually for your friend Tab over there. Um, yeah, here's what I don't get. Don't you fucking call people out saying you want to fucking fight them and, you know, confront them like a man and shit. And then a week later, you confront another person like that online, but then you forget the one you fucking challenged in the first place. Now, this motherfucker who you challenged is ready to go down, throw down and shit, but there you are, just fucking running your mouth. Oh, I think this trying is Trying to about, get uh... good old George. That's all you fuckers seem to want to do now is just fucking ruin a motherfucker's career, but now nah, you want to fucking act career. like a man and challenge him and shit? Sure, that makes you... Looks so, so fucking powerful in front of all your fucking fans. Yeah. Oh, how fucking powerful you look. Come on down to Tulsa and we'll fight. I'll tell you I'll what, the fool, shit out of you. call me out again see what happens. Come fucking down to Tulsa and fight me. What part of that do you not understand? You fucking pussy coward. Oh, oh I, I, I challenged him to a fight and then he didn't show up in Chicago immediately. Yeah, I'm not fucking coming to Chicago, dude. I said if anybody wants to come fight me, they can come fight me. Come fight me. Fucking you piece of shit. You fucking coward piece of shit. You're not a real man. You're a pedophile. You fucking deal yourself to pictures of kids. You fucking disgusting individual. Come fucking fight me. Come fucking shut me up. God, I'm, and then, but when you fucking come down, be sure you got your goddamn health insurance in order because I'm going to kick your fucking teeth down your throat. I'm going to break every fucking arm and every fucking bone in your body. I'm going to send you to a hospital with a goddamn coma. Ah, oh, you fucking pieces of shit. You want to play d dirty small ball in the dark, fucking calling people's jobs, fucking with people, posting nasty shit on Twitter. Well, why don't you fucking put some, find some of your ass behind it and come down here. I know you got fucking family down here, Tito, you fucking coward. Yeah, just fucking while you're in town visiting him in Oklahoma City, it's an hour and a half up here. Come on up. I'll kick the shit out of you, and then we, I'll call an Uber and send your ass back to Oklahoma City. Let your fucking dumbass pedophile raising family deal with you. Ah. Here's what I don't get. People who interrupt you mid-sneeze. Have you ever had a wind up to sneeze where you're just, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, and then someone just comes up and then says, oh, bless you, and it completely distracts you from the concentration you're having of wanting to get this freaking sneeze out, and then they just interrupt you with a sneeze, and then now I can't sneeze anymore. Yeah. You don't say bless you until after the sneeze. That's a bad feeling, man, trying to get that sneeze out, and you can't get it out. We were just talking about this at work this week, about uh, one of the guys that I work with was talking about having someone steal your sneeze, and he had been like, hadn't had to sneeze all night and just wouldn't come, wouldn't come. And he walks into a store, a store, and it's about to happen, and then the cashier's like, God bless you. like, And he goes, <laughs> you just... You just, why would you do that? You just stole my sneeze. Like, I didn't even know you could do that. Yes, you did. You knew. <laughs> Don't say God bless you until after you hear the achoo. It's not that hard. Yeah. Ah, oh, fucking, oh, people, fucking bitch ass people. Because he, he goes on, like, right after I announced that I retired his mad cooks, he started commenting on all the YouTube videos, like, oh, hey, you, you forgot about this. Like, you, you know that I stopped checking this, right? <laughs> I had to log into that email about a month after Road Rage Texas to send in an invoice. Yeah. And I log into the email. And it's like, you have all these unread YouTube messages. And I click through and I'm like, okay, yeah. You're, you're a real strong man when you know that no one's going to come call you out on any of your bullshit anytime soon.
Get in your car. Drive to Oklahoma. Hey, guys. It's Sage. So here's what I don't get. The fact that fucking uh, seatbelts, you pull them barely too fucking fast, and they fucking just snap on you. So then you get fucking pissed, and you fucking pull on them a little harder, because, of course, that's going to work. And then it fucking does it again. Like, and then you have to let it go all the way back in, and then fucking slowly pull it out. Like, I guarantee the guy who fucked and why the fuck do we have to wear them? Why the fuck do we have to wear our fucking seatbelts? Like, I don't, <laughs> just had trouble I don't get out of his car. who fucking cares? Fuck insurance companies, they're fucking scams. But the main point is, fuck seatbelts. You should be able to pull them just fucking slightly faster than they fucking do. It, you're clearly not in a car crash. Don't fucking stop me from pulling it barely too fast. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Ralph Nader, and your fucking bullshit seatbelt, whatever. I do I do hate that, though. Like, you're just trying to adjust yeah. a little bit, and you pull too fast, and it locks on you. My least favorite is the, you, you got it in, right? You mm. clicked it in, and then you sit back some, you hear the, you're like, oh, Yeah, it's especially in back seats. Like, you have to ride in the back seat of someone's car, because maybe there's a bunch of you going to a movie or something. And that's fine when you're a kid and your chest size is like 22 inches, but you get into a car and your chest size is 46 or whatever, and you have to pull it all the way out and around you and click, and then it's like, it's like God, God damn it! Yep. It has like just barely enough room for you to like get buckled if it's right against your chest, mm-hmm. and then maybe lean forward a little bit. But the second, I hate the damn backseat seatbelts. Yeah, it's yep. another reason why I refuse to not drive anywhere. <laughs> All right, so we, so we taught we teased this right at the top of the show, but yeah. this, <laughs> thanks, this thanks, is the this, thanks everyone for listening for this week. Um, we'll leave you on the voicemail. I just try to figure out what this is. Yeah. Hey, um, so I am from the USA. I am from Canada, and <laughs> so um, I'm sorry I called a little late. Um. So, uh, I am doing a YouTube video, and I was wondering if, uh, for proof, if this is non-toxic. So, if you could call this number back, and not really, just, I just want to know if it's non-toxic. It says this, but it stained my whole bed because my cousin was doing a project, and it, like, we had to buy a new bed. It went through the whole entire bed and even through the floor. So, yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> I mean, what is going on with that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Some product. Here's the worst part. Yeah. Here's the worst part. No phone number. It just says unknown. Huh. That's because they're from the USA and Canada. <laughs> Apparently, someone named Michelle that works at some company that makes non-toxic, I'm going to assume, like, makeup, maybe? I think it's markers. You think markers? I think it's Crayola. like a Sharpie or a Crayola marker. <laughs> yeah, our, our number's one digit off the, the Crayola the hotline. The Crayola hotline. I'm just going to call all the phone numbers that are, like, 734. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some wild shit, man. Yeah.